all of these things that you say that you want in this moment, in this moment, if you check in with your vibration, if you check in with the part of you that's mostly activated, which is mostly ego, it doesn't have the muscle to hold it, but it can in a moment. (laughs) It's about changing your point of alignment. It's about moving not from ego, but from soul. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. This show is meant to be a guide for you. We're going to talk not only about how we can start to become aware of what are the subconscious things that are holding us back and how we can instead choose thoughts that are actually going to propel us forward. But in addition to changing the landscape internally, we are going to talk about the strategies that actually will help you to build a profitable business, getting paid to be you. Because when you have a business where you do what you love, you never really have to have that sense of work because it's a pleasure, because it's joy. And really, I want you to have the most abundant life. I want you to have the kind of life that you love waking up to every day that you don't feel like you need a vacation from. So together on the show, every single episode, I want to be your friend. I want to be your mentor. I want to show you what is it that I think has really been insightful, been helpful. What are the tools and strategies? What are the mindset shifts that have helped me? And what are the things that have helped my guests to get to where they are How can we together sort of cross this river to the most fulfilling life where we show up and we feel like we are living into our potential and having the most gorgeous, beautiful experience? Because after all, that is what we all desire. We're all craving to have the most joyful, beautiful life. And I really believe that we can design that and that we can experience a life that we just absolutely love. And not only will we enjoy it, but it will be a possibility for other people. It will show other people what's there for them. And then maybe together, each one of us, by being the happiest versions of ourselves and being the most fulfilled versions of ourselves, we will help other people to reach for that higher branch and to find that in their own life. Hi guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm thrilled to share today's episode with you. It's another piece of the retreat that we just did. And it was just such a beautiful experience that I love giving you guys a little sneak peek. And for those of you who want to be with us at the next retreat in September, you can go to kathyheller.com slash retreat. And if you grab your spot before the end of this week, you actually get $500 off. Also, I want to let you know that next week I'm doing a live session for all of you and you can come hang out with me and my friend Susie Moore. It's July 19th at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be talking about how you can become your own publicist, how you can grow your visibility and make a bigger impact. If you want to save your spot, you can go to kathyheller.com slash visible and you can come hang out with us. I think you might learn a lot. Susie is such a phenomenal human. She is like Tinkerbell and she also knows so much about how to grow a beautiful audience. And I think this is something that would be just really helpful. So if you want to come, it's free. Go to kathyheller.com slash visible. Well, let's dive into today's episode. We're going to share another piece of the retreat. There's a little meditation in here. I'll be walking you through an exercise to help you envision your most expansive ideal world and how you can break through whatever is holding you back from allowing in that reality. Take a listen. Okay, guys, we're going to get started officially now. Colleen's like, they're so happy together. You can just leave the podium and let them spend three days together. And they'll be like, that was the best retreat ever. Because you're already 
you're already there, right? I mean, it's kind of like Esther Hicks always says that people come up to talk to her and they're already in the vibration and they go, I thought I had a question. I don't even have a question now, right? Because it is all vibration. And when you tune the frequency, you're done. You're there. You're there like that, right? That's why it is not linear, right? It is a quantum leap, right? It's a leap in the quantum. It's a leap in your vibrational field. And when you make that leap, you're good now. Like legit, you're already good. You already got what you came to get. Now it's just a matter of how do you build the muscle to have the awareness to sustain that? That's it. And from here, you're printing, you're co-creating, you're 3D printing because you're right now in flow. And when you're in flow, God is making all your appointments. You just show up. It's just about feeling this good, feeling this elevated, feeling this awake, feeling this in the zone. So it is awesome to see it. So one of the ways that we continue to practice this muscle of memorizing our way back here is through meditation. And so I'll put on some music. We're going to meditate for about 10 minutes, and then we're going to do an exercise after that. So we are going to get started. Okay, go ahead and close your eyes. Let's take a deep breath and let it go. And as we've been sitting in this energy, we're going to go even deeper. And I want you to find that center within you. I want you to find the part of you that is a witness, the part of you that is connected to that which is eternal, the part of you that is an extension of the divine. That's it. And in this place, there is great compassion for all that you have journeyed, and yet there is great well-being. And this is the place where all your power resides. And in this place, there is only love. And in this place, you see so far. And this part of you is beyond space and time. Nobody. Nowhere. Endless light. This is the part of you that's been to the future. And come back to take you there. There are no answers in the mind. But there is always an answer in this place. And I want you to allow this part of you to show you the movie of your life, the life that you came here to live. And I want you to see it as if you're watching a 8 millimeter film of you so in flow, so allowing, so receptive. And in this place, there is no resistance. What do you see yourself doing in this place? Where are you? What's the scene? Is it daylight? Is it nighttime? Is it twilight? Are you alone? Are you with someone? Are you wearing linen? Are you wearing a sweater? Is there a smell of jasmine or eucalyptus? And I want you to feel how it feels. What is the vibration of your future self? What does she think? What does she see? What exists there? Feel it. 
And now coming back to awaken yourself in this moment, to join up with this future reality. I want you to put your attention in your crown chakra or your third eye. And I want you to feel the opening of what it is that you can perceive. How far can you widen the focus? How much ease can you perceive? And feel that buzz. And then moving down into your throat. Feel this energy center activated, open, speaking truth, speaking love, authentic expression of divine self. And moving down into your heart, feel your heart open as a vehicle for receiving love fully and giving love fully and moving down into your gut and the energy of your intuitive self moving from intuition alone being guided by your inner guidance system and now moving into your root chakra where you have a capacity for life force passion to activate life in this world through energy through connection through creativity and now feel how all of these centers are open channels buzzing coherent aligned and this is you in your full power stepping out of the limitation of the ego mind and into your truth and from this place you start to draw that future right in like a magnet feel that memorize this this is the source of all your power from here you become a 3D printer and you join without resistance with what is your divine destiny and so it is and when you're ready you can open your eyes so staying in this place sustaining this I want you to take a sheet of paper I'm going to show you what to do so you came here to stir the dream pot you came here to start to call in all your dreams and to line up with them because all of your dreams and all of your desires are already here. It's all done. It's always been done. It's just waiting for you to line up with it. Right. It's like that Ferris wheel. You can't get onto the car until you are lined up with where you can actually now step onto the vehicle. Right. And so if you're in resistance, you can't line up with all that's already here. And so picture that the Ferris wheel is just going around all day long, but you have gum on your shoes and you're standing somewhere else on the pier. And so you can't get on the ride. So everything is already done, right? The idea of being a manifester is the idea of having radical reception like a radio, 
There's already music in this room. Legit. That's not hocus pocus, right? There is sound available if the receiver tunes in. But if there's no receiver here and we don't tune the dial, we can't hear the music that's literally crossing this room every which way right now. Not tomorrow, right now. So right now, if we wanted to, we could probably hear some baseball game or listen to Ryan Seacrest or whoever it is. He like never goes away. I feel like he's ever present. <laughs> like how many jobs can a person have? Um, but it's already done. It's already here. And so all of those things that you keep thinking are over there or not yet or haven't happened, they're already here. That most amazing scrumptious relationship, that most incredible home, that incredible career that feels effortless, like it's not a job, it's your calling, the money that you want in your bank account, the friendships that you want, the trip to Blackberry Mountain. I mean, all of it's already done but that receiver has to be on and tuned in. And it's about getting really aware and saying, wow, where is my vibration? You know, am I tuned in or is there only static coming through because I just keep holding myself apart by continuously perceiving the world in this very narrow, limited way. And so all of these tools, breath work, hypnosis, meditation, help us to come back to reality as it is so that we can tune our vibration and see what we need to see. And we can just allow it to move right in. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to pick one of the things that you want to hear on your radio. One of the things in the dream pot, one of the things you want to tune into, and we're going to create what's called an ideal scene. And so you're going to take a piece of paper and again, I'm going to put this down for a second so I can show you. So you're going to draw a circle on the middle of the piece of paper, and then you're going to draw like a sun, like lines coming off of it. Okay. Like you can draw your sunbeams. And in the middle of the circle, you would draw, or not draw, you would write the word of whatever it is. So you might write dream house, or you might write great relationship, or you might write $5 million or whatever you want to write. You're going to write it in the middle. Okay. And then on each of these little sunbeams, you're going to write a feeling. What is it about this? You know, tell me, describe it, right? So how would you describe it? So let's say you wrote $5 million. You can say, well, how did, how would that feel? What is it about that, that you want it to be like? What are you envisioning that, that brings into your world? And it's like, well, that would bring me ease, freedom, um, joy, creates opportunity. I don't know what it would do. Right. And then with, anything, you know, relationship. It's like, I want it to be playful, beautiful. It's a, it's a vacation. I want the vacation to be peaceful, restful, restorative, whatever it is. Take a moment and do that right now. Okay. And then we'll talk about it. Create your ideal scene around one of these things that you want to call in and put in a little descriptor word for how it feels around it. Go ahead and do that. So now on the back of that paper, when you turn it over, I want you to draw a line down the middle of the piece of paper. And on one side of it, I want you to write down what is it that keeps you from believing that that's possible? What is there that's in the way? Is it, I'm too old. I don't really think that's going to happen. This person will never change. Whatever it is. What's the resistance to that? 
Why do you think that that's not already been present for you 10 minutes ago or yesterday? Why do you not have yet that house, that money, that relationship, that career, that flow, whatever it is? What is the reason that your mind gives you? And write down just stream of consciousness. What is coming through in that? And on the other side of the line, we'll talk about that in a second. Just give yourself a a moment to write that. Just to be aware where you go into the unconscious pattern. So on the other side of the line, I want you to write when we were in that meditation and you could feel into yourself and that future self, that part of you that is really and fully, totally aligned. What is that version of you think and believe? What are the thoughts and feelings? What is it that she knows? What is it that she understands that's different from this place of resistance? What is the vibration of that part of you that is in flow? What are her thoughts and beliefs? What is that vibration? Just take a moment and write about that. Okay, just a few more moments. And then we will see who feels brave, who wants to share with us what was on their ideal scene. Michelle, come. Okay, Michelle. Okay, I'm loud already. So can everyone hear me? Yeah. All right. So tell us what was on your ideal scene. Okay. So what was in your circle? Yeah, go ahead. Is I will write a best selling book that will transform millions of lives, create ease, and let people awaken to the idea that you can live your extraordinary life right now. Awesome. And what are all the things that you wrote on the spokes and around it? It's so freeing for one, because it's been my experience actually working with you, that this has actually been something that's happened for me. It's the end of generational poverty in my family. It's the authentic and most true version of myself. I'm seen as credible outside of my current field and in this new space, um, authoritative, respected, sought after, interesting words. Um, it's effortless. It feels easy. It is a homecoming. It is a return to myself. It's a portal. It's the gateway. I'm so excited because it opens up so many more opportunities to connect. It feels legitimate. It doesn't feel woo-woo, which I know is probably not the right way to say this in this group, but I'm embracing the woo-woo. And it feels just expansive. I don't feel small anymore. Awesome. Now that we've done this, can you guys start to hear where she holds herself apart and what she thinks is inside of that bestseller, right? What's inside of that bestseller is credibility. It's She's outsourcing still the way in which she gives herself full permission to know her own power, right? And to give herself credit and to make herself an authority in her beingness. But if there's a bestseller, right? And so here's what I want you to see. Every time you're manifesting and you think you're manifesting and yet there's this gap that when you have this, you will feel X, Y, and Z. You will just keep pushing it further and further away because the way that it works is it's always going to be a reflection of what you are, period, end of story. So when you drop into a wider consciousness of how much sacred authority lives in you, you 
now have that which you believe is outside of you. And when you have that within you, it cannot help but start to be reflected outside of you. It's the most simple thing, but it keeps feeling hard because we, again, externalize most of our power. So in your writing, what are some of the thoughts on both of the sides? Okay. Before I say that, I just want to share because it's connected. The thing that was my download in the morning was I step into my power. Right. Yeah. Okay. So my limiting beliefs to average, not eloquent or sophisticated enough. I kind of know that, but at this moment it feels hard, right? Yeah. I'm too old. It's too late. And it is truly amazing because first of all, I hope you can feel the amount of love that is so coherent in this room. It is literally not missing one beat. Every heart is just aligned here for you. It's so effortless to see it in you. It's so easy to love it and just hold it for you because it's so what you really are. And what's amazing about thoughts is that matter has no energetic, right? Energy does all the heavy lifting. And even though those thoughts don't take up any mass, look how they can hold her at bay, right? They can just hold her down. Now, the girl who is the you of you, what does she know and what does she feel? I am a badass. I'm brilliant. And the book will be too because it's a reflection of who I am. Right. Simple is better and will resonate more universally. Don't try to overthink this. My experiences and my ideas are sacred and beautiful as they are and will inspire as they are. It's not too late. I'm not too old. I'm just getting started. So good. Amazing. Yeah. And you're exactly as you are. It is such an incredible representation to women who are exactly at that time of life to see you step forward. You're the perfect person in the perfect moment to lead them across that ocean exactly as you are, because you're not 22, right? Because then you had a different job to do. And so in this manifestation of how you are and whatever people perceive in terms of how they relate to time and space, it's perfect. It's go time. Do you want to share anything? I just love that you have this, it's just this dream of the book is just such a reflection of how much you have in you that you know just wants to be shared right out into this collective, into this world. And the only reason you don't have the book yet is because you know that what would go down on the paper, you haven't fully allowed it, right? To actually come through, but it's, it's all there, right? It's so funny because, you know, you could feel the ripples of everyone when we're like, you're all those things. You know what I mean? <laughs> that you're like, I'm not this, we're, we're all like, what? Right? Because we just have to see it in ourselves. And it's all there. It's all already there. And we just have to go, Oh, I don't have to carry all those thoughts and all those things. I just get to be me. I get to be free. And the time it's like, we're eternal. There is no time. Like we'll never get it done. Cause we'll, we'll go and we'll come back and we'll do something else and something different. And it's like, when we really get that, like there's no time, no space, there's a level of freedom where it's like, what? I'm just 
consciousness in a human suit. That's it. There's no too late. There's only now moments, right? Whenever we start saying it's like it's too early or it's too late or it's too this, we're not in the now moment, right? And that's all. That's all we ever have to create from. So like Kathy says, people need your voice in the exact now moment that it's coming from. And so just, just celebrate that. So I want to tell you guys something else to be aware of, which is really juicy. And Nina and I were talking about Rupert Spira, who's a friend of mine, and he and I were talking about this too. And Rabbi Aaron taught me this 23 years ago. And I just want to bring this into the conversation. Part of what's happening here is, have you ever had, and I know you have, a really happy time in your life? Like I, the fir- first time I really, 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 really felt this happy. My first, first time I went to sleepaway camp and it was right after eighth grade. And like, I met my people and like, you know, eighth grade wasn't like the funnest time. But then like, I went to this like summer theater camp and it was like, you guys are my people. Right. And I was away from home and it was Massachusetts and it smelled good. And it was just the best. Like I grew up down here. So like we didn't have real grass. Florida has like an amazing ocean, but no grass. It's like fake grass. And I was like rolling down hills literally and, uh, 4th of July up there. And like, I don't know, I just love new England. And, uh, I was so, so happy. And I've had other moments like that. Like I remember when I like met my first boyfriend in college and I was like, Oh my God, like this is my first love. And my point is, if you ever have a memory of feeling really happy, there's a moment This is like a real phenomenon and I really want to talk about it because to not be aware of it will derail us. Okay. When we are in a season where we're happy and then the next day you're happy again. And then it's like four days of being happy. And like, you're in this like train of momentum of like, you're happy. There is this part of you that starts to feel like you're out of control. And then that part of you, doesn't know what to do with that feeling. You feel I'm out of control. I'm out of control. Let me tell you what that is. Okay. So your ego comes from the part of you that wants to protect you. You have this giant amygdala back here. It's actually way bigger in mass than this third eye consciousness. So your consciousness actually takes up 5% of your brain and your unconscious takes up like 95%. Meanwhile, everything amazing and great in our life comes from here. But most of the time we're utilizing this thing that evolved over time to save you from a saber to tiger. Okay. And that part of you, because it's there to protect you, it's constantly alerting you to what could be dangerous. And when there is fear present, when it makes fear present, it does something else which is it creates control. So if you've ever seen a person who's very controlling, you think about any tyrannical dictator in history, what do they do? They become radically controlling. That is the counterpart to radical fear, control. When people are in a radical state of love, they fully release and allow and let go. So when there's a parent and there's a tremendous amount of love present, there's a tremendous amount of trust in the kid's highest self. And they don't need to put so much control because the bond and the back and forth loving reception is so good 
they can allow the kid to be on their own soul journey, right? And so on and so on and so on. When you start to really look at this stuff, what you'll notice when you dig in a little bit is that what's happening for all of us is there is a way in which we have a certain capacity for that swell of joy. And there is a certain amount of how activated the part of us is that doesn't want to be out of control. And therefore, when it starts to feel too good, what we will do is look for things in our life, people in our life, evidence in our life that can just put like a clamp on the momentum. And then your ego feels safe. Your soul doesn't. Your soul hurts the way you just cried. Your soul feels shackled, but your ego goes, Oh, thank God. Like that joy was really scary. And so what's actually nice to be aware of is that you in the state of being, as you integrate living from full self and full soul and turning down the volume on your fear and your ego, you might actually like it to go a little slower. You might not actually be able to tolerate it if every single thing you wanted showed up in this room. I had a birthday party about a week ago. And at my birthday party are all a room filled with about this many people. And all of the people are the kind of relationships that you just like feel so nourished by, you know, just the most amazing conscious humans. Some of them are friends I met through the podcast. Some of them are women I've sat in circles with. Some of them are authors who we, we talk together about such beautiful ideas and there's such open hearts in the room, such vulnerability, such strength. And, um, my friend, Ben Savage, who was on a show called boy meets world. He's there with his new wife, Tessa, and I'm introducing him to my best friend, Jenny. And she's like, Oh my God, I can't believe you're here. And he's just so sweet. I used to work for his father. It's a long story, but synchronicity He's my first boss in Los Angeles, Lou Savage, Fred Savage and Ben's dad. Anyway, so Ben's there. Andy Grammer is there with his wife, Asia. They've just become such good friends of mine. And my friend, Amy Tangerine is there and she's painting with everybody. And then at one point, Andy's like, I brought my guitar. And I was like, stop. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, I want to sing for you. And I'm like, that's like, if I had a friend who was like a plastic surgeon who just gave away free surgery, it's like, this is what you do. Like you get paid zillions of dollars. Like, and he's like, I have to do it. And he's like, and would you guys mind if I play you my new song that hasn't come out yet? And we're dying. So he plays this new song, which is so good. And then he was like, can I sing some of my other songs? And then he sang like, got to keep your head up and find by me. And we were just in my living room like this. And everybody's like dying. Cause it's just, and then he's like, Gabby, you're so lovely. I love loving you. And I'm like, trying to hold it together, honestly, because there's a lot to receive there. And my ego's like, out of control, mayday, mayday. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not in control at all. Gone. Right? Like that's how it feels. And I'm just like sitting there, like practicing my capacity to be like, oh my gosh, I love all my friends. I love that they love each other. I love that all we're doing tonight is like, we all painted on these individual canvases and Andy sang and my friends are so sweet and they're talking to each other and they're all coming up to me going, Oh my God, I can't believe you made this space. Who does this? I just made five best friends. Like, cause they don't all know each other. You know, I know all of them and some of them know each other, but like 
yeah, holy shit. I was like, all right. Like I felt like I had just done jujitsu that I could allow, right? But imagine if you really can really think about, really perceive what has really been going on is that you have a certain muscle for joy and let's call a spade a spade. All of these things that you say that you want in this moment, in this moment, if you check in with your vibration, if you check in with the part of you that's mostly activated, which is mostly ego, it doesn't have the muscle to hold it, but it can in a moment. It's about changing your point of alignment. It's about moving not from ego, but from soul. Because from the soul's perspective, it's easy to hold that, right? Because you're not coming from the amygdala. You're not coming from fight or flight. You're coming from love. When you move into love, you have greater control. Because when you're in love, that's your real power. That's a powerful place. Nothing can touch you in that place. It's just power. So over the course of the three days, it's like, I really want you to feel into that, right? Because the more you come out of identifying with this ego, with this part of you that has a height, a nationality, I mean, it's all a suit, right? That part of you only has this much of a muscle to receive that joy because it wants to be in control and you'll start to play with it. And so I think what I'm suggesting is A, be aware of it and B, maybe it's better if it starts to come and it starts to take shape, not all at once. Maybe that would actually feel better. And it's like with book deals, you know, it's like, oh, I remember the first time I like met my first agent and I was like, oh my God, she thinks there's something here. That feels really good. You know? And then it's like a few weeks later, we set a meeting with like random house. And I was like, I don't know that they get it. Interesting. You know? And then I met with Macmillan. I'm like, they really like me. Oh my gosh. Simon and Schuster just gave me an offer. That's so fun. You know? And then it's like, oh, now I'm working on the first chapter. Colleen and I are looking at the outline. It's like, it's good. It's like getting the news that you're pregnant and you're like, oh my God. And you want to just enjoy that for a minute. And then you don't want the baby the next day, right? You really don't. <laughs> like you're not really ready the next day, but you are ready 40 weeks later. You're like, you know what? I'm ready for you. Sometimes you're like, get the fuck out of there. You know, I was like dying. Like, I was like, please do anything. Please come. Um, but I think that what we want to understand is we are right now sort of controlling the valve on whether it's coming or it's not coming because it's already here. The more that we, and this is something that Penny taught me. You're going to get to meet Penny later, but Penny and I've been doing hypnosis She's my hypnotherapist and we've been doing it for the past many months. We talk about all of this stuff. We like vibe out on it. You know, we all geek out on this kind of understanding stuff. And something you told me that was really different that helped me a lot. Cause I was like, Penny, I was like with my daughter at the zoo while we had like just found the house of my dreams. Like, I'm like, Penny, I can't, I don't know. It's too much. Like I'm at the zoo with her. She's so happy. She's eating an ice cream cone. I'm too much good. I'm so happy. I'm, I'm freaking out. And she said to me, teach your nervous system that you're safe here. She said, your nervous system doesn't have a memory of it being this good. And when the nervous system is unfamiliar with something being so good, it goes, mayday, mayday, not familiar, must be dangerous, right? And so I think that that's fascinating and really, really helpful is to 
tell yourself, tell your nervous system, literally like you're safe here. And I think if you've all watched, I mean, I'm going to use like an extreme example, but if you've ever had yourself been in a toxic relationship or you have a best friend who's been in a toxic relationship, they get like familiar with that. And then when they meet the nice guy, they're like, ugh, like, ew, like I don't get it. Right. And it's like, right. Healthy now feels unfamiliar, right? It's kind of like when you put on the Invisalign and they show you like what feels correct, you're like, ow, that feels so out of alignment, but that's really straight, right? It's like when you've been walking crooked or you fall asleep on a plane and then you move your head and you're like, ow. And you're like, no, well, you were, you were in the wrong position, right? And so sometimes what's really good, the good guy, you have to teach yourself, no, sit your ass down here. This is actually alignment. And you're like, no, no, what feels like alignment is drama. I need to go back there. That's comfortable, right? And so sometimes what we do in our life is we're like, all I want is to have blah, 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 right? And meanwhile, there's a part of you that's holding for, I never knew how to understand it, but it didn't feel safe. And it didn't feel like I could hold it, right? And it's like, yeah, it's very real that your ego has a dance with this. It's holding the valve. And so just A, be aware of it know that you're not alone. Every human on the planet is dealing with this. And that's why you'll see people come to like amazing crescendos in their life and then sabotage the hell out of that moment because it just went right. I mean, what happened with Will Smith like that night, because I've been a fan of his forever. I was like, oh my God, something's going to go down. Cause I had heard him on an interview talking to George Wallace and George Wallace said to him like months before, just so you know, when you're about to hit the biggest crescendo of your life, the devil's going to come for you and like sabotage that moment, like make a moment that could be beautiful, like not beautiful. And I remember thinking, Oh my God, I wonder if he's going to win best Oscar. And then literally Susie Moore, as it was happening, she's like, he couldn't hold it. And I was like, Oh my God, he couldn't hold it. Like he couldn't allow himself that level of joy. So it's like, how could I take myself so far down in a moment that I deserve? Oh my God, it was amazing. But if you watch yourself and you watch other people and you're like, here comes the train wreck, like, are they going to be able to hold it? Nope. Down. There they went, <laughs> you know, but it's so human. It's so human. We all have that inside of us. And then why do we judge people? Cause we're like, Oh my God, I could be you. I know how to like destroy the shit out of my life in a moment. Yeah. We're all pretty good at it. So I want you to take this with you over the next three days and just notice and then be like, wow, can I teach my nervous system that it is safe to sustain joy? to build a greater muscle to joy, to play there longer, because that is really the humble place. That is the place without ego. That is the place in flow. That is the place saying to God, thank you in grace, right? Not holding yourself apart from it, creating more static in the field and resistance and what have you. Does that feel like that is helpful in this moment? Yes. <laughs> it all it's the moments of clarity feel so clear, but holding that I think is the hard part because I can tell you 24 hours ago, I was on a boat on the intercoastal waterways going, life is great. And I'm with my brother and my husband and it's beautiful. And I'm like, I'm going to Kathy Heller's retreat tomorrow. I'm going to see so many beautiful women. And then I'm telling you, bearing all of my weakness and, and sad thoughts here because the imposter syndrome is real. And in one snap of a finger, I'm reduced to tears because you see this other part of me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we all have that in us. 
It's done. Yeah. I love you, it's Linda. Done. And here's the thing. All of it is already done. It really is. And the more you become a Jedi of what I just was saying, where you're willing to lower the resistance because you can tolerate it being good, you will allow it to be revealed because it's already been there. It's hidden in plain sight. I hope you got a lot out of that. Remember, if you want to be at the next retreat and experience this in person, the seats are filling up and it's such a beautiful experience because it's not too, too big, right? There's about 60 women who come and I feel like it's intimate enough that I get to meet everyone and we really get that deep connection. So if you want to join us for this before it sells out, go to kathyheller.com slash retreat. And if you sign up before this week ends, you will get $500 off. Also a huge thank you to Michelle for letting us play this for you. It was just such a treat to have her at the retreat. And she was one of those brave souls who consistently raised her hand and was willing to share her vulnerability with the group. You can follow her on Instagram at michelle.rios.official and check out her podcast, Live Your Extraordinary Life with Michelle Rios. All right, now here are the takeaways. Number one, it's not linear. It's a quantum leap. It's a leap in your vibrational field. It's just about feeling this elevated feeling, this awake feeling. From here, you're co-creating, you're 3D printing because you're right now in flow. God is making all your appointments. You just show up. Number two, all of those things that you think are over there or haven't happened, they're already here, but that receiver has to be turned on and tuned in. Number three, when you drop into a wider consciousness of how much sacred authority lives within you, you now have that which you believe is outside of you. And when you have that within you, it can't help but start to be reflected outside of you. Number four, it's not too late. You're not too old. You're just getting started. Number five, you don't have to carry all those thoughts and all those things. You just get to be you. You get to be free. Number six, you have a certain muscle for joy. You can change that capacity in a moment. It's about changing your point of alignment. It's about moving, not from ego, but from soul. Number seven, when you're in love, that's your real power. Nothing can touch you in that place. And number eight, tell your nervous system that it's safe to sustain joy, to play there longer, because that is really the humble place. That is the place without ego. That is a place in grace and in flow. Well, thank you so much for listening. It just means the world that you're here and that we're building this community together. I can't believe it's almost been seven years. There are so many good episodes that are coming up soon. So please follow along and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, wherever you're listening, so you don't miss out. And if you love what we're doing, please show your support and leave a review. I'll be doing another giveaway very soon. We just did a giveaway for an overnight at the Four Seasons Hotel. So if you want to be eligible for that next giveaway, go ahead and leave a review. And then you can check out my Instagram tomorrow because I will be giving away some other goodies just for those of you who left a review. Also, don't forget, if you want to hang out with me and my very good friend, Susie Moore, next week, July 19th, we're going to be talking about how to grow your audience and teaching a workshop on how to gain publicity. You can register for that at kathyheller.com slash visible. And if you want to come to the next retreat in September and be with me, I will be there ready to give you a hug. You can go to kathyheller.com slash retreat. I love you so much. I'll leave you with a song. Have an awesome weekend. We should get away. Make today a holiday. Steal a little time. Stay in bed or go outside. Don't matter what we do. As long as I'm with you, you know. Is when you're standing here, you make me happy. I'm so happy, you make me happy, happy. 
Make me. 